This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. I'm going to tell you, I have never had as much fun as I did broadcasting this show live a couple of weeks ago at Open Streets in Minneapolis on West Broadway, right in front of Sammy's Eatery. Carrie, you remember the scramble we had? I, I got a good parking spot and, you know, got my table out, had the WCCO skirt. I, I got my equipment out there. And then I was like, where is the power? Yes. Uh, and, and thankfully, you know, my production, um, you know, a guy, Travis Johansson, was there uh, getting video and pictures for me so I can post it on social media. And he was like, Shaletta, Sammy's Eatery said we could borrow their power. I've got an extra cord in the van. I'm going to go get it. And so he ran and got the cord and he worked it out and put a rug on top of it and we were good. And then toward the middle of the show, uh, we kept going in and out. And he said, Shaletta, you're losing your um internet connection you're running out of power on your mobile hotspot and i'm like god dog and i couldn't get my phone to work with the hotspot but but people were coming up and they were loving on me and i was trying to talk to them and troubleshoot and be the it person and an electrician all at the same but it was it was fun it was i mean i had a great time you know we made new friends uh like tommy and darren from flame mobile kitchen and then we saw old friends I saw Christina Irvina and I was like, hey, girl, what's going on? What you been doing? I know you're working out because you're looking fabulous and you got the abs. Um, and, and I saw you going on vacation this summer and you were able to wear a bikini and you didn't have to put a girdle on. And it was beautiful. And you got me motivated to work out. Uh, what you doing? And she said, Chaletta, I spent 22 years working for a big life insurance company, a big life insurance group. That's how you know me. Right. But now I have my own agency and my heart just welled up and it was filled with pride because, you know, she took a leap of faith and she stepped out there just like the guys from Flame Mobile Kitchen and said, I'm going to start something new. I'm going to do something different. I'm going to connect with the people in an authentic authentic and genuine way person to person not all this other red tape and crap between us and provide their family with the life insurance that they need and I said you know what I gotta have you on the show to talk about you know how you took this leap of faith what you're doing now and how folks can connect with you so Christina is joining us on the John Shoes to Caldwell Banker Hotline congratulations Miss Business Owner (laughs) <laughs> Thank you so much, Shaletta. I appreciate you. Now, how do you go from 
working for somebody to being your own boss. Because we say it every day. You know, we get up, we put our clothes on, and we go and and we give our talents away to a company. And, and that company builds and they do great things. And, 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 you know, we continue to give them our brain matter and our, our time and our effort and our energy. And that's great. That's That's how America works. But you said, you know what? I can do this for me. You know, what was it in you that said, I'm going to bet on me. I'm going to believe in myself. I'm going to take a chance and, and see if I can't do this thing on my own. Yeah. Um, you know, over those 22 years, I also um, had my real estate license. I tried to sell Mary Kay. <laughs> 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 you know, I, I, I've done some things, um, you know, trying to get an entrepreneurial spirit. Um mm-hmm. However, a lot of those things came up and it wasn't something that I necessarily believed in um, as much as I do insurance. Um, my experience at that company for so long, you know, a lot of people, they kind of just move through life. You know, I basically got a lot of knowledge while I was there and um, yeah. I, appreciate, I appreciate the time I had there to learn and um, the support and the people that I got to know. Um, so when, um, almost a year ago now, um, since I've been out of that business, I've been just trying to discover myself, you know, and I've always, I've always had that in me to, to want to work for myself. And then, uh, I kind of tapped into the, you know, let me, let me dig in here, see what, uh, knowledge I can share and how I can utilize that to launch myself into a career and, you know, monetize that as well as helping other people. Okay, tell me this, because you you said it. I tried Mary Kay. I tried this. I tried that. I tried a couple of things. They didn't work. How do you keep trying and find the lane that you're supposed to be in? Yeah, I mean, I honestly believe that 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 comes to you. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't, uh, as much as everyone kind of tries and tries and tries, you know, you you land where, where you're supposed to be. And I feel like um, that's right where I'm at. I, I find it so much easier to to talk about these things that I'm passionate about, um, especially around wealth is one of the reasons why I got into real estate is because I strongly believe that, you know, mm-hmm. ownership is key when it comes to the wealth gap. And yeah. uh, so I'm definitely going to continue to do that. But I think that um, I can do both of these things at the same time while helping my community, my people, and educate them in in the ways that, you know, so many people lack uh, simply from, you know, just their experience with their families or their jobs um, and things like that. And it's just not in our education system either to learn these things. Now, talk to me. Tell me about... um what you're doing because you know I, I was just so excited that you've you know stepped out there took uh, took a chance on you your own vision and ambition and dreams and goals and you're working for yourself what are you doing how can folks find you yeah for sure um so I I, I try to stay out in the community that's you know I ran into you actually Darren and Tommy are good friends of mine as well with Flame so I fully support that that group um but if you want to look online, um, I definitely have a website. I have an email out there and contact information. Um, my company name is Inspire Life Insurance. I want to inspire people to live um, mm-hmm. while they're here um, and uh, prepare for the future for a legacy for their children. And so that website is www.inspirelife, 
insurance.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I love it. Um, I love what you're doing. And you know, it, my, 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 uh, Sean and I, when we, um, first got married he was like well we need some life insurance and I said okay so we started looking around and and he was like you know explaining to me you know the policies and how much it will cost and you know I had always been taught Christina that you know life insurance was money to bury you and he said Mm -hmm. no honey if something happens to me we have to get enough in this policy so that you and the children won't be thrust into poverty so that you can pay the bills so that if you want to pay out the mortgage if you want to start a company if you want to stay home and grieve whatever you want to do you don't have to grieve and go back to your mama's house and and so it was an awakening for me at at almost 40 years old the true meaning of life insurance is so i've been telling everybody about your new life insurance company and how they can get over there and chat with you and you know get a policy that is really a better fit for their family because for me at that point when, when he told me that to not have enough um to take care of our family for a couple of years i i, I look at it like it's, it's a, a form of parental neglect um, yeah. You know, I, I don't want to have to bury Sean or Sean have to bury me. And, and then we turn around and, and, you know, use it all on the burial and then not have anything to live on and not have anything to take care of these kids or to, um you know, have for a substitute for one income or the other. And, and so that's a lesson that a lot of people don't ever learn. Do you have people that come into your office, Christina, who don't have that knowledge or information and they're surprised like I was um, about mm-hmm. the importance of having life insurance and what it's really for? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, to speak to what you said, so, you know, there's burial insurance, um, which, of course, if that is all that you can afford, you know, it's better than and doing a GoFundMe or trying to put that yeah. uh, burden on your family. Um, but on top of that, like you said, suddenly, even if it's not for death, suddenly you are out of income for whatever reason. You know, there are, there are ways to tap into your insurance to provide income uh, gaps and, you know, to work uh, for educational purposes for your children. Um, So definitely I I feel in in general, like a lot of uh, financial solutions, um, there's a gap in knowledge. And so there are different forms of life insurance for different reasons. Um, And for the most part, uh, most people are definitely um, underinsured. Yeah, and, and we've got to change that. You know, the way that Sean explained it to me is that we, if we were all properly insured, we can take an entire generation of black people out of poverty. Um, mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, and, and, and just having that knowledge and that information not only changed our lives, but I started sharing it with my family and my friends and, and we started changing the way we look at it and, and we started, you know, switching policies and, and, and doing new things. And so I just appreciate you, uh, giving us that information and the expertise of you having, you know, 20 plus years in this industry, caring about people and families in the community and making sure that folks are taken care of with your new life insurance company. Christina is joining us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline, and we are so excited to have her and so proud of all the work she's doing. Y'all don't go nowhere. We're coming back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. It is 1222. You're listening to News Talk 830 WCCO Radio, your good neighbor station. It's a Shaletta Show sponsored by Otto Bremer Trust. My name is Shaletta Brundage and I am the host of the show. Now listen, uh, don't go anywhere after my show is over because Steve Thompson is coming up from 2 to 530. He's got Tech Talk from 2 to 3. And then from 3 to 5.30, he's got his show. And then Twins pregame starts at 5.30. And then the Angels are in town to take on the Twins. First pitch is at 6.10. So your entire day, afternoon, into the evening, you don't have to go anywhere. I know you want to get the garage cleaned out. Uh, we got to do that, too. We got to get in that garage because, Carrie, um, you know, th- this is the thing uh, right now. We have not had to go to school in two years, right? Yeah. And so one of the things that I was <laughs> laughing about on Almanac last night was the first day of school was a beast for us because we've been doing virtual learning for two and a half years. In fact, before they took the kids out of school, uh, for the pandemic, I had already pulled my kids. We were already in the house. We were already doing our workbooks. And we were like, when y'all figure out how to do school virtually, we'll be over here. Um, because I saw the writing on the wall. Um, so so we were at the house. We were doing our virtual thing. And then, you know, the next year they, they offered virtual. Um, and, and then we continued to do virtual. But this year they did not. And I just don't have the skill set to be a, a teacher and a parent now i can be a para you know i can make sure the kids get set up in the zooms and they interact with the teachers and they turn their homework in on time but you know uh uh, uh, developing the lesson plans myself uh administering the tests myself actually teaching the lessons um without the aid of the teacher they just i i I couldn't do it here you know something with with the song say you got to know when to hold them and you got to know when to fold them but, you know, and, and so, you know, when it came time to go to school, I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get on over to Target. I'm going to get everybody's school clothes. I'm going to get everybody's school supplies. I'm going to get everything labeled. Uh, we got our, we, we, we got backpacks because they wanted twins backpacks. So we got some of those cute little powder blue backpacks with the, with the bear on the back, um, you know, and, and, um, and, and so to label them because they all look alike and put the names on them and, you know, the, and got all everything we needed masks because we're still masking up in school. 
Um, and and still that morning when when I woke up to get the kids ready, I I, I promise you, I almost had a full blown anxiety attack because I was like, okay, I got to get them fed. I got to remember have them take the medicine. I got to remember make sure everybody brush their teeth. Where's the shoes? Okay, you guys come on downstairs. Let's eat. Uh, okay, you know you're allergic to eggs. That's not your plate. You get over here and and okay, let's get these backpacks and and let me get these lunches packed and uh, okay, uh, let's let's load up in the car. Uh, okay, what well, you know where do we park? What's the parking situation like? I'm gonna walk y'all in. Y'all want mama to walk in? You want to go in like big kids and then we woke up like Carrie. I wasn't ready because for virtual school, we just rolled out to bed. Sometimes we brushed our teeth. Sometimes we didn't. We got down here. We logged on to the Zoom and we engaged with the teacher. We interacted. You know, sometimes they'd have breakfast during class. Sometimes, you know, we get down to have breakfast ahead of time. And sometimes we just stay in our pajamas until lunch, you know, because we're online. And so to have the deadline of getting to school before the bell rang and making sure we had all our supplies and, you know, lunch was packed and they had snacks and, you know, they had a, a water bottle and it wasn't leaking. And you girl, just, uh, girl, it was, it was over. It was a wrap. It was a wrap before I walked out the house. Uh, uh, uh girl, I, g- honestly, I don't know who these people are that have time to make up these little cute little signs. Yes, this is Carrie's first day of second grade. She is seven. Her favorite color is orange, and she has a cat named Toby, and <laughs> she likes jump rope. Girl, these people, like my friend Annie Coolin, she has two kids, two boys, and they both had these little signs up. My friend Shalanda's daughter, Gabby, she had a little sign up and they were just taking pictures with the sign and posting them on social media and you know my friend Heather Blair uh, she's got Calvin and Henry uh, uh, one of them's going to 8th grade one of them's going to 4th grade they had their little signs up and so everybody on social media was like Shaletta where's your kids first in school pictures and girl I was like no <laughs> I love that you're calling out your friends for <laughs> oh yeah, I have to call them out because because it's just not fair. They put this a lot of pressure yeah. uh, to to for me to come up with first day of school pictures because they had first day of school pictures and they had these little cute little signs and stuff. And so my kids like Cameron did not comb my hair. Daniel did not wipe his face off. Uh, Brandon did they get there teeth. though? That's the we thing. got you know, there. Did you get them there? That's the thing. I got them there. Funny, that's the thing to do those signs. Isn't that those a, such signs. a popular? I didn't. I was I don't like, really who, do it either. I don't know. Who are it. these parents <laughs> that got enough time to comb their kids' right. hair, feed them, and write a damn sign uh, up? I, I don't. I, I, don't I, didn't, I didn't have that kind of time. And so I got to the school, and my mama was like, "Where are the kids? I want to see the first their school pictures and you can't say no to your mama you know i can say no to the people on social media but if mama calls and says she wants some first day school pictures i gotta produce them but i looked at the kids from the front and i was like this ain't gonna work because they had wasted food on their shirt i didn't have time to change it uh you know i was frantic and then i looked down and cameron had andrew's shoes on I was like, okay what what happened she was like these are the shoes you gave me so in a rush to get out the door I gave her her brother's shoes. Mm. Mm-hmm. I did that, girl. So I was like, okay, there will be no from the front pictures. Y'all turn around to the back. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, you want us to face the door? You're going to take a picture from the back? I was like, yes, because the only thing that's together are these backpacks. Okay. I had the twins' backpacks, and um, they were adorable. They had the little teddy bear on them. And so y'all turn around. So from the back, 
it was awesome and so my mama was like what do they look like from the front i was like you'll have to find out when i get it together because the only pictures that i'm putting up of my kids on the first year of school are from behind so they took their back to school picture scary from behind girl when i got home i had some coffee and i swear to you i've never smoked cigarettes in my life but if i had a cigarette i probably <laughs> yeah. smoked it would have been the time i really would have smoked it well, yeah that's yeah, huge I, for I you i mean it. these kids they've been this is gigantic that you sent it them is. to school this is huge it is so that's and people don't realize it oh i yeah this is a very very big i haven't heard you talk about this yet i how did they do what did they think girl they bolted like they were getting out of jail because they were just so happy to get away from me because we've been up under each other for two and a half years we have not been separated we have not been apart there has not been one time where they were away from me and not under the watchful eye of their dad or their grandparents um so they have not been to school they have not been in gymnastics they have not been um you know to baseball or soccer or any of the other fun things that they enjoy Mm -hmm. we haven't been to any um you know birthday parties or chuck e cheese or any of those places like that you know kind of if you see us out and about on social media you know it's all been outside Mm -hmm. you know it's been outdoor activities only and so you know, I, I just had to pray about it. You know, once they did not offer that virtual option, I just asked God to cover them mm-hmm. and got enough mass to make it through the year and um, prayed on them, pray over them before they leave and pray on them and bathe them real good with some Clorox when they get home and <laughs> and hope that everything works out. But, you know, so far, so good. I did not know what to expect again because we haven't been in person in two and a half years. But, um, you know, Cameron complained of her chest hurting like the first couple of days. So that was a, a little bit scary. Yeah. Um, but you know, no cough, no cold, no fever, no flu. We took her, um, in, she got a chest x-ray because of her asthma. They didn't see anything, um, alarming. Um, and so, you know, so far, so good girl. And you know, nobody's come home sick, um, with COVID or any kind of cold and flu. The mask may be helping. I'm, you know, I'm hoping that they continue to wear that. And then, you know, they're, they're, uh, they have peanut allergies. So they're not in like the big lunch room with all the other kids. They're kind of off to the side. They call it a peanut free table. So even when they take their masks off to eat, um, they're not like in gen general population with all the other children. So we're just going to hope that not just my kids, but all the kids um, stay healthy and well and safe um, this school year. Hey, y'all don't go anywhere because I have got uh, to talk to one of my really good friends, a man I love. We call him Uncle Charles. You all know him as award-winning columnist Charles Homan with a Minnesota Spokesman Recorder newspaper. He's got a new column out called How Blacks and Baseball Get Pigeonholed. This is a story. You do not want to miss out on hearing about. You don't want to go anywhere because he'll be here on the Shaletta Show when we come back. It is so good to talk to my next guest. I tell you, the kids affectionately know him as Uncle Charles. And the world is taking note of the amazing accomplishments uh, that he has um, done and the contributions he's made to sports broadcasting, uh, whether it is in women's sports um, or in baseball. Um, He has just covered it all. 
and it's been in the Minnesota Spokesman Recorder newspaper. And every time I turn around and I look up, somebody's giving him an award of some kind. So, Uncle Charles Harmon, I just have to say congratulations about four or five times for all of the accolades that you have been receiving lately. It's like all of a sudden everybody knew you was here. I was like, where y'all been? It's been He's been in this business 44 years. Where have y'all been that y'all wanted to wait on the 44th year uh, to all of a sudden start giving this man all his flowers. What happened, Uncle Charles? Did you get an agent or something? What in the hell happened that all of a sudden everybody's giving you all these awards? It's like It was like one day we woke up and you had five awards. <laughs> it's that penny I picked up on the street. <laughs> you know, you don't walk past a penny now, so I pick up that penny and could get ninety nine more. I get a dollar, so I pick up. That okay, that's that what it did. What did it? Okay, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> before before we start talking about this article that has almost gone viral, everybody is talking about it. Everybody is debating it. We have gone to talk about all of the accolades that you've received lately. Seriously, it is one organization after another, one corporation after another, one foundation, one league um, after another is saying, uh, we want to give these flowers to Charles Harmon. We want to give this award to Charles Harmon. We want to induct Charles Harmon. How does that feel uh, after 44 years in this business to still be working and, and folks recognize you? Well, you know, God is good for one, and two is that, uh, you know, it, it shows in some respect, you know, perseverance and hard work does does get noticed. Uh, I mean, I never got into this business for awards. I didn't get into this business for these honors. But as my children have told me this year, that you need to accept it and enjoy it because this is what people are seeing from you. And I'm happy for that. I'm better now than I was earlier this year when all these awards was coming because I just said, why me? You know, I was asking, but now I can say, okay, I look back into my body of work and I have done some good things and, and hopefully I made some changes, made some uh, impact on sports and the, thern- the things that I've ri- written about that had made a difference and that people are now seeing that. And, and I'm thankful that I'm alive because sometimes they give you flowers and you ain't you, you ain't seeing them because right. your, casket, your casket top is down. You can't you can't see through the top. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! And, and and you know that's the thing. And I hate that we do that all the time. We recognize people. We celebrate them after they are gone, and it is too late. I'm like, why? I'm always like, why didn't y'all say this stuff when this person was still here? When this person was still alive? When they can appreciate it? And, and, you know, the thing about you is, and I, I know you don't um, do it for the awards because I'm usually the one telling people you won an award. You will just go about the entire day knowing you've been inducted into the Hall of Fame, knowing you've won this award, knowing you've been recognized for this by this prestigious group, and you're just putting out articles about your stories. I'm like, hey, back up, everybody. Charles Harmon just got inducted to the Hall of Fame. Did we? Uh, did everybody want to stop and say congratulations? And, and everybody will be talking about you, and it'll be like two or three hours later you finally jump on social media and say oh by the way thank you i'm like what were you doing oh, i was working on the story no sir no sir you've been inducted into the hall of fame i'm gonna need you to stop 
<laughs> I, like, I like what Satchel Page used to say. You don't look back. Somebody might be gaining on you. So <laughs> well, I am just tickle pink that the world knows. What we all know here in the Twin Cities is that you are uh, fabulous in every sense of the word. Now, we got to take a quick commercial break. But when we come back, I want to talk to you about uh, this new column you wrote, How Blacks and Baseball Get Pigeonholed. More with Charles Hallman after the break. His latest article has us thinking. How Blacks Get Pigeonholed in Baseball. Charles Harmon with the Minnesota Spokesman Recorder newspaper is joining us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline to talk to us about his latest and one of his most controversial columns. Charles, thank you so much for being here. Talk to me about this story. Well, you know, I've been love of baseball. I've been watching baseball since I was 10 years old and Growing up, you saw black pitchers on, on teams. and But I've been covering the Twins for over 20 years and never had exactly two black pitchers uh, in my time of covering them. So, and, and, and only one starter pitching, and that's the one, that's Chris Archer uh, this year. So I asked him the elephant in the, in the room question. I asked him, why isn't there more black pitchers? And, I, and he confirmed what I always believed, that pitching and Pitchers and catchers are considered thinking man positions, similar to what quarterback is in football. So, therefore, they don't see blacks as being in those roles. So, what they do, they convert them to other positions, especially if they have some athletic skills. So, therefore, they'd be outfielders or they might be a shortstop. They won't be first baseman. They don't put too many blacks in first base. And they definitely won't put a catcher. So, I wanted to say it like that, that you got, you still, in 2022, you still have blacks. If they come out for baseball, they get if they got any athletic skill, they get pushed in the outfield, they get put in other positions, and if they could throw the ball, they won't ever get a chance to do that unless they got a coach that believes in them. The Gophers had two black pitchers on their team this year. That's the most they've had in over ten years. So you count that. Two black pitchers on the Gophers, you got one black pitcher on the two, you got one black pitcher on, on the on the Saints. That's four. You can, so you can count on the number of black pitchers on one hand. <laughs> and still got a finger left. And still got a finger left. In <laughs> yeah. all these years, why hasn't it changed? You know, they say perceptions have changed and we're living in a post-racial society, um, especially when you start talking about sports and athletics and it should be your skill set and how good you are in a position. Why are we still dealing with this in 2022? Well, you know, baseball is one of the last sports to be integrated. Baseball is considered that pure all-American sport. So if it's a pure all-American sport, then therefore they don't see us as doing that. It's no different than uh, how many black broadcasters you know, how many black writers that, that covers baseball teams. I'm in a press box 90, 99 times a year, and I might be the only one in there. Okay, and that's, mm. I mean, that's from both teams. That's from Minnesota, that's from visiting team. And some visiting teams have black majority population, like Detroit, they don't have a black writer. Chicago, they don't have a black writer. Uh, Atlanta, I mean, you know, that's ridiculous because the image is we can't do those type of things. And that's cultural conditioning. And so, therefore, baseball is very guilty of that because it's that pure sport is, you know, yeah, well, you know, they don't, they shouldn't, they could play basketball and, and football. 
And so now black parents get hung up in that because baseball don't promote itself like they should. They they always they just rely on the sport itself as opposed to, you know, LeBron James is, but you can't name the top five black players in baseball. You can't name it and nobody wow. else can do it because you don't yeah. hear them. You don't see them on TV. Byron Buxton, one of the best players in baseball, when he's not hurt, but you don't see him. You don't see him on TV. You don't see him talk about, but LeBron James selling chips. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so baseball still has a long way to go, and you still got people in the game that still have that old time thinking, that old time thinking of, well, y'all, no, we don't want a black pitcher. Uh, he could play in the outfield. He's quicker there. Okay. He can bat there. And, you know, so it's, it's that it's an age old argument. I've been wanting to write that article for a while. And I finally got somebody to talk to me about it. And I have another article coming out next week. I'm interviewed the black pitcher and the Saints. And uh, so it's just interesting that the two black pitchers talked to me and, uh, and was willing to be honest with me and talk about playing the sport that they love and how they, you know, they was able to break through that pigeonhole mentality. And, you know, that's the reason that you're winning all these awards that your career has spanned four decades, um, that you are trusted in your uh, field. You know, what is it that will allow these pitchers to open up to you on these controversial topics and, and be as transparent as they can when they wouldn't do that to anybody else? What, what's, what's different about you and the way you engage and relate to these people? You know, Shalette, I thought about that this morning on my way here to Hamlin University for the football game I'm covering, is that I don't try to get you. I don't want to get you. I don't want to get a, a quote from you that, don't, that I can blast out. I want to just have a conversation. And oftentimes I talk to anybody as they are the expert. I'm not. I want you to tell me why you're a black pitcher. I want you to tell me what pitching is all about. I'm not going to tell you what I know, okay, because I, I never pitched a game. Okay, I threw that, that opening picture. I was going to say, <laughs> now, I did see some pictures of you throwing the opening picture to Twins game. <laughs> but, but, I mean, but I don't try to get you, okay? So, therefore, I think because I talk in a, in a respectful way and I don't talk down to young people or anybody I speak to, so therefore, they they feel more apt to open up to me because I'm conversational. I'm you know I'm not throwing questions at them that's too hard. I'm not throwing yeah. questions at them they they don't want to answer. And I'm not trying to get them on anything. Okay, I'm not trying to expose them on anything. These young men, when this man, when Chris Archer told me that the reason why he's a black pitcher, he had a black JV coach who went, you know, mm. I said, wow, I've never heard that before. I never heard that. He, he said if he didn't have that kind of coach, he wouldn't have been a black pitcher. He'd have been playing an outfield. So those kind of things. Yeah. That, okay, would you see that in a Star Tribune on the Pioneer Press? Probably not because no. they, they're not interested in that. But I was. And so that's why, sir. You you got my secret. It's out now. That, that's out. All right, we got we got the we got the recipe to the secret sauce, and I just appreciate the sauce you put on all your stories, Charles Harmon, with the Minnesota Spokesman Recorder newspaper. Thank you for being on the Shaletta Show and spending uh, a part of your afternoon with me. Thank you. Now, breaking news, then I'm going to be another grandfather. My youngest son's going to have a second child, so we're going to have four grandchildren soon. <laughs> you heard it right here first. Congratulations on the grandbabies and the great awards. Y'all don't go anywhere. We've got more of this great show coming up. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app.